Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. And good morning, everybody. Six minutes past six o'clock. Great to be with you here on Political Coffee. You know, this is the show where we try to talk about the political issues of the day and how they impact your world, but also how you can use them to persuade the persuadable. And that's the whole goal of why we do this radio show. And I hope that you find things, hear things that help you achieve that goal. But unless you listen, number one, and then number two is participate to the extent that you can by either calling 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line, emailing jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news, then you deprive, if you don't do any of that, others of hearing maybe a point that I have failed to make that really does make a difference in helping them see the issues, the political issues of the day in a way that gives them ammunition, if you will, since we love to talk about the Second Amendment, uh, how they can have those intelligent, persuasive conversations, not arguments, but persuasive conversations with persuadable people. So let me ask you this question. And this could be one of those questions that you could begin one of those persuadable conversations with and it has to do with Measure 114. Lars wrote this on Oregon Catalyst. Here's the question. Can the government make you get a permit to exercise a U.S. constitutional right? Let me say that again. Can the government make you get a permit to exercise what is a constitutional right. In other words, a God-given, inalienable right. Can the government make you get a permit to do that? And if they can, what's next? I mean, we're talking about Measure 114 right now, right? You know, today's the big hearing, the decision by the federal judge on whether to agree to the temporary restraining order request on two of the five lawsuits that have been filed. There are five now. Um, today's that decision. Well, the Second Amendment, as you know, is guaranteed in our U.S. Constitution and our Oregon Constitution, so we can keep and write or keep and bear arms. Well, should you have to get a permit to be able to do that? to keep or purchase or buy a firearm or transfer because the permit process as laid out in Measure 114 covers that too. Can the government make you get a permit to exercise a UF, U.S. constitutional right? What's next? Can the government make you get a permit to exercise your First Amendment right? I mean, if they can, if they can say it's okay to exercise your Second Amendment right, why can't they take that a step further and say, you can't preach anything from the pulpit. You can't say anything on a radio show unless it's, quote-unquote, approved through the permitting process. 
you know, you got to go through training to be able to sit behind a microphone and talk. You got to understand the nuances of what you're saying and how they might influence people because, you know, God forbid you say anything that might be construed as hate speech. Since we have laws now. I'm going to talk a little bit about that today. Also, I'm going to explain to you, and I want you to think about this. Have you ever heard the term warrant canary? Huh? Yeah, I hadn't until I read it yesterday. Warrant canary. It has to do with the canary in the coal mine. But it has everything to do with government illegally unconstitutionally monitoring you without a warrant warrant canary we're going to talk about that we're also going to talk about a few other things that are happening uh, here in Oregon including an interesting email that Avis sent me thank you Avis about a well kind of a template of uh, a a letter you could write to your senator or your state representative here in Oregon about Measure 114. It's actually pretty good. Now, I don't think in any way that you should try to copy it word for word. I don't recommend that, but I think it's a great template. You could just change the wording around and send it by email. Even if you know it's a pro-gun control, anti-Second Amendment representative or senator. Oh, it makes a difference. You may not think that it does, but it does. Mike Erickson, by the way, his defamation lawsuit against Andrea Salinas, and he lost very narrowly by some 7,000 votes to Andrea Salinas. His defamation lawsuit against her is being allowed to move forward. And we talked about this. This is where she ran the TV commercials saying that he had... um, been charged with the felony possession of drugs in 2016 that's an outright lie and even the district attorney said it was didn't matter she kept running it afterwards anyway so that lawsuit is going forward so we'll see and it matters to us because the the, the sixth congressional district you know is Oregon's newest congressional district, and it does encompass the Salem area. It goes clear up into Portland, of course, because that's how they try to win those elections. There are some other things that I want to chat with you about. Today, by the way, is also the big day in Georgia, the Herschel Walker, Raphael Warnock U.S. Senate runoff election. It's a big deal because it will absolutely um, keep the status quo where we have it today. Today they have a 50-50 Senate makeup. This will maintain that. Herschel Walker's got to win. If not, then the Democrats control 51-49. to Now, Kamala Harris still will be the tiebreaker, so don't expect things to happen there. But that's a big day today if you are a person of faith I suggest you get to getting on your knees and doing some praying here because you need to speaking of the Senate 
Mitch McConnell once again betrayed us <laughs> and uh, in his allowing what's called the G the JCPA. This is a big media cartel bill that they couldn't get passed on its own, even with Democrats in control of the House and the Senate. They couldn't pass it. The progressives don't like it. What it allows is not good for us either. Because it allows the big media cartel of Silicon Valley. You know, that's Twitter. And boy, do I have news for you about Twitter. And it relates to um, Warrant Canary, by the way. But this, this, this is Facebook, and this is Google, and it's Twitter, and it's Instagram, and all those. This basically gives them and big legacy media the ability to cooperate to limit our ability to, to exercise our First Amendment right. Now, I will say, because of the JCPA, Facebook is at least now saying they might just remove all news so that it doesn't. And by the way, what they're doing, Pelosi has added the this media cartel bill at the behest of the lobbyists to the National Defense Authorization vote which, by the way, has nothing to do with the NDAA, which ought to be amended and changed because it allows government to illegally, and we'll get back to Warrant Canary, track us. All of that's uh, what's on the, um, on the agenda for today, folks. Now, by the way, a quick note, we will not be having, and please spread the word, we will not be having the political coffee clatch meeting tonight. I am uh, out of town uh, working on a special project, shall we say. I'll have more about that later, maybe. Just kind of depends on how this works out. It has everything to do with politics, of course. So we're not going to have the meeting tonight. So please spread the word. Uh, I do know that Oregon People's Vote is having a meeting tonight so you could go there and i'm going to ask uh, anna who i know listens to shoot me the particulars on i think they meet over at the vfw hall on hood avenue i think so um just stay tuned for that folks but we are not going to have the political coffee clatch meeting tonight all right by the way it was a good interview on the part of Lori Chavez Dreamer on Channel 6 in Portland uh, about her bipartisanship, Measure 114 in the 2024 presidential race. And she's being smart about how she answers all those all of those issues. And that's a, that's a good thing. So. There's also another interesting thing that I'll throw out there. I, I don't want to do too much today because I want to stay focused on does government have the right to require you a permit to exercise a constitutional right? We'll stay focused on that 
and Warrant Canary. But because so much of our conversations over the last couple of years have been about the shot, the mRNA injections. There's an interesting article about how experts are finding in both the blood samples of people uh, that there are unnatural structures like crystalline that are that show characteristics of nano or micro technology nanotechnology that it literally changes the dna now i said at the end of the show yesterday that there was i answered a particular listener who took me to task for saying that mrna can change your dna well it does and that's established because it uses technology known as CRISPR, C-R-I-S-P-R. Look it up yourself. It's accepted technology in medical science, in genomics, if you will, that allows it to alter DNA. Now, this is a step beyond that. This is the possibility that people who've been vaccinated, literally, their blood is changing and their DNA is being altered with nanotechnology. That ought to scare the living daylights out of you. Back in a moment, folks, at 620. What is Warrant Canary and should government be able to demand a permit for you to exercise your U.S. constitutional Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We're back. It's 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Anna of Oregon People's Vote texts me. Actually, I was wrong on the place of their meeting tonight. Since we are not going to be having the Political Coffee Clatch, I'm out of town. Um... The meeting is at 752 Hawthorne Avenue Northeast in Salem. Starts at 630. 752 Avenue Northeast in Salem. Say that one more time. 752 Hawthorne Avenue Northeast in Salem. It's the Oregon people's vote because we're not going to have the political coffee clatch tonight. This meeting starts at 6.30. It's a great opportunity for you to plug in to get the latest on what Oregon People's Vote is doing. The good stuff you need to know about. So, again, that's it tonight. We're not having the political coffee clutch meeting tonight. I want to thank Rebecca Donaldson for being one of our sponsors for this segment of the show. She is an award-winning real estate broker. As you know, she won Best of the Willamette Valley. And it's because she's really good at what she does. That benefits you. Especially right now with the real estate market just changing dramatically every day with interest rates and home prices and everything going on out there. You can just trust that she knows and her team what they're doing. That's how they won Best of the Willamette Valley because they're really good. So why don't you give her a call? If you're thinking about buying or selling a home, give her a call, 503-269-0747. 
503-269-0747. Or check out our website, rebeccasgothouses.com. That's all one word, rebeccasgothouses.com. So what is a warrant canary? Now, I'd never heard that term until I read it yesterday. So on Trump's Truth Social, there is um, there is a at the bottom of the Truth Social website. There's a link at the bottom of one of the pages, and you click on it, and you get this message. Here's what it says. It says. And the link that you click on says Warrant Canary. It says, as of February 21st, 2022, Truth Social has not been served with a secret government subpoena, such as a subpoena served under 18 U.S.C. Section 2709 sub C of the U.S. Patriot Act. Neither has Truth Social turned over or weakened any encryption or authentication keys for its services or users. Truth Social has not knowingly installed any law enforcement software or hardware within its infrastructure or shared its network traffic with governmental entities. That's what a warrant canary is. Okay. So what does it mean to you? Well, here's what it means. We've all heard the term. In fact, there's there's an explanation. Cloudfare is a website, and they have an explanation. A warrant canary is a statement they write that declares that an organization has not taken certain actions or received certain requests for information from government or law enforcement authorities. Many services use warrant canaries to let users know how private their data is. Okay? Then they go on to describe the crux of the issue, and, and this is why we're talking about it today, because Twitter's involved. And it's involved after Elon Musk bought it. They continue here with what a warrant canary is. Quote, some types of law enforcement and intelligence requests come with orders prohibiting organizations from disclosing that they have been received. Let me say that again. Some types of law enforcement and intelligence requests come with an order prohibiting those organizations from telling you they have received such an order. However, by removing the warrant canary statement from their website, when it's been posted, sometimes people don't post it, but by removing it because they've received a notice from law enforcement or intelligence agencies, by removing it, organizations can indicate that they've received such a request. So it's, in other words, if you're, if you're searching Facebook and they used to have the warrant canary statement somewhere in their you know, long 20 pages of legalese that you have to go through or at the bottom of a page or whatever, and all of a sudden it's gone, 
That's an indication to you that government has made a request or law enforcement for backdoor, backroom data, whatever you want to call it. Now, why is it called a canary? Well, that's the canary in the coal mine. You remember that? That's the whole practice from years ago where they bring the canaries down the coal mine, and if there's poisonous gas, it'll kill the canary. Gas that's invisible and couldn't be smelled. So the whole idea here is that if a warrant canary is missing from a website, it indicates that a request from government or law enforcement has been made. And then they give examples. Well, here's why this has come to the forefront. Just Security, which there's also a link in this story, and I'll have all of this up on the show plan, writes that on this last Friday, the Justice Department asked a federal district court to brush away a lawsuit filed in October by Twitter seeking greater freedom to publicly report on the numbers and types of surveillance requests it has gotten from government. This is important stuff. Talk about that. Should government require you to get a permit to exercise your constitutional right? Back in a moment at 630. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It is 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. Um, There is, again, I want to reiterate, there is no Political Coffee Clatch meeting tonight. I'm out of town. And I will be back uh, on Thursday. But there is no political coffee clatch meeting tonight. If you want to participate, and I want to encourage you to do this, go to Oregon People's Vote meeting, which is tonight at 6.30 in Salem at 752 Hawthorne Avenue Northeast. 752 Hawthorne Avenue tonight starts at 6.30. See if we can get back track, on track, with uh, political coffee clatch meetings uh, next week. We'll see how that plays out. It was kind of a little bit of a tough time, of course. Uh, it's the holidays, right? So it's um, just kind of how it is. want to remind you, friends, it has been a little bit on the cold side. And that's not going to change a whole lot as we get through the winter. We get really into the heavy winter months. If you're not comfortable at home because your heating and cooling system just is not working right, and maybe you, you want to upgrade it, this would be a great time to call Freedom Heating and Air. Or maybe it's broken down and you're like, you're really unhappy and you would be. Call Freedom Heating and Air. They'll come out to your place right away. It's one of the things they do really well, emergency services. Give them a call, 503-580-1456, 580-1456. They have discounts for veterans, 
senior citizens, apartment managers, give them a call. Freedom Heating and Air, 580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. That's freedomheatingandair.net. Twitter filed in October a lawsuit against the government. It's a federal lawsuit. Now, here's the thing about this is there's other big tech companies and so forth and even smaller ones that have uh, filed a number of lawsuits challenging national security gag orders. That's what these are under the First Amendment. Okay. What's different about Twitter's lawsuit is this. They're seeking a constitutional to establish that they have a constitutional right to truthfully inform their customers and the broader public that they have not received particular types of surveillance requests. So in other words, Twitter is seeking judicial endorsement of its right to publish a warrant canary telling those of us truthfully that they have not received a request from government. Now, this is important because we know, because of whistleblowers and others, that government, through these massive data centers like the one they have outside of Salt Lake, these massive data centers are collecting every word I'm speaking to you right now. Every email you send to me, every email you send to anybody, every text message you make to anybody ever is all being archived and monitored in these massive data centers. Now, they have told Congress, and by the way, nobody has yet successfully challenged that as a violation of the Fourth Amendment illegal search and seizure by government without a warrant. They have no warrant to do this. They're just collecting it all. Now what they tell Congress is, well, it's, you know, we're just, we're just archiving the data. What they aren't telling Congress, and everybody knows because it's the worst kept secret in D.C., is that they have these computer algorithms that with every word I speak to you today, they're searching or they're listening for key words. Now they say, and they tell Congress, well, but we're not listening. They're lying. They are. The computer algorithms kick out specific words. And then that goes to a higher level of computerized review. And eventually, if it's bad enough, a human being reads it without a warrant unconstitutionally. Now, a warrant canary seeks to inform you that government has made a request formally with a gag order saying they can't talk about it to say Truth Social, Trump's platform, or Twitter. What they want is what Twitter's lawsuit is about is 
that the government, the judiciary, has to establish that Twitter or any other entity has a constitutional right to truthfully inform its customers that they have not received, not received, particular types of surveillance requests. That's what their lawsuit is seeking. Now, this is important, and I'll tell you why it's important. Because you need to have faith. Just like we need to have faith in our voting systems, you need to have faith that if someone like Truth Social, or say maybe Parler, or Signal, or Telegram, many of us use Telegram, as you know, we have a political coffee clatch um, page on Telegram. And I'll put that up there on our Telegram page uh, that you should go meet tonight at the Oregon People's Vote meeting. And I'll give you that uh, address there again. But you have to have faith that those websites are not compromised. Or if they have been, you need to know it. That's an informed constitutional republic. That's what their lawsuit is seeking to do. So Warrant Canary, if it's on, say, Truth Social, like it is today, and then all of a sudden you check it and it's gone, that means they've received a request. Now, Twitter wants to establish that they have a right to tell us that they haven't received one of those requests. Now, that's, again, it's different than these other lawsuits that are challenging these gag orders. Now, Lars wrote a piece, and by the way, 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. In, in fact, let me go to Gary, who's on the line. Gary, good morning. Your thoughts, welcome. Hey, Jeff, go Ducks. Hey, go Beavs. So, uh, the... You know, God has a way of picking the last person that we would pick, that man would pick. Just like he chose uh, Moses, you know, there's no way that he should have uh, been a leader. Same with, uh, say, Trump. Uh, And now, um, who would have ever thought that Elon Musk would be the biggest threat to the, uh, the worldwide Communist Party? Uh, that would be one of our last choices. And he is now revealing everything we have been saying for the last three years about the steel, uh, about how, uh, how the steel was done. And we, this is just the tip of the tip of the iceberg. Wait until we get into the, uh, the vaccine and the virus and the mandates and the way that people were manipulated and brainwashed uh, using social media, media, uh, the Democrat Party, academia, uh, the, the big pharma, uh, the hospitals, all of that was one big conspiracy that everybody called us conspiracy nuts, and now it's turned out to not be conspiracy nuts, but a true conspiracy and uh, a crime about a million times bigger than Watergate ever was. Well, I don't disagree with you. You know that because I think you're spot on. But here's the question I want to ask you. 
Do you have faith to believe that the only way everything you've just talked about gets exposed beyond divine intervention, which I believe is, has occurred here, the only way that it's going to get exposed is if the U.S. House of Representatives holds hearings that put people under oath and expose all that you've just talked about. Do you have faith to believe that they'll do that, or will their leadership get bought off? Because they, you know, get a lot of money from Big Pharma and some of these other technology companies. Uh, you know, well, I don't know if you do know, but I think you know that I, I have no... Uh, faith or interest in beating my head against the marble walls at, uh, you know, the state house or the federal house. No, I, it, this is going to be revealed by the people. This is going to be revealed by people like your group, your group and my group that are, that are going to pound this home that really probably 10 million people were killed so they could get rid of Trump. You got it. Thank you. I think you're right on the money. Thanks, Gary. Go Beebs. We'll get back. Some great emails and uh, some more stuff from Anna, Oregon People's Vote. 648. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back last segment for today. By the way, Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, RighteousRenovations.com is a contractor you can trust. And all you have to do is go to that website, RighteousRenovations.com, and see for yourself some of the great before and after photos and great customer testimonials about how he has come into people's homes and accomplished very successfully sensitive remodels in well like areas that are sensitive to your life like your kitchen nothing is more miserable than when a remodel in a kitchen goes wrong or your bathroom if you've ever had that experience you're not happy well you don't have to worry about that with eric azer because if you heard him on this radio show some months ago he explained his approach he's not interested in quantity he's interested in quality and again, you'll see that if you go to his website, RighteousRenovations.com. If you're looking to hire a contractor to come into your home to do something, he's your man. RighteousRenovations.com. Anne Marie writes me a text message. She says, I guess I must get used to all these people or agencies do that cannot be trusted. She's talking about the Warrant Canary story. She says, it's all unsettling to say the least thinking I'd prefer not to be blasted with it all when I haven't even finished my first cup of coffee. Call me a wimp if you must, but I'm pretty sure I'm not alone. It's not your fault. It's just too much sometimes. Well, my suggestion there is get up earlier, <laughs> have a second cup of coffee before you hear me talk about that stuff. By the way, um, Corby writes an, an interesting email. It's about my other question I'm asking today. It's It's... And it's a question you can use in persuadable conversations with others. It's the one that Lars raises in his piece about the Oregon DOJ lying to the judge. 
on Measure 114. All about the DOJ saying on Friday, hey, well, we're going to have a permit process in place on Thursday. You know, when Measure 114 gets put into place, well, they come out Sunday night and say, no, sorry, we were not. They knew. They knew. Long ago, they weren't going to have a permit process in place. They just lied to the judge. Well, that's what Lars said, but he asked this important question. And this is really the question that you can use in persuasive conversations with others. Here's what it is. Should government require you a permit to engage in anything that is already a U.S. constitutional right? Corby writes this. So gun purchase permit. What's the difference between a permit to buy a gun, a concealed carry permit, and a background check? Does anyone read the fine print? Normally, when you sign and participate, you agree to their terms. If you choose to sign up with Satan, then you do as Satan says. Same goes with most things, such as registering your child for school, building permits, driver's licenses, etc. You don't own property when you have to ask permission to do as you want with it. That's his perspective. Dale writes an email about uh, there's a local show on KSLM on Saturday noontime. It says, I have heard this weekend one of the participants identified himself as a pastor at River Church. He was addressing the radio audience and he made this statement. He says, I'm sorry if that hurts your little feelings. I thought to myself, is that how you win hearts and minds? Is that how you persuade the persuadable? insulting and demeaning the listeners, many of whom are seniors. KSLM management needs to monitor their own programming. I found over the years that local stations management often have no idea what the content of the broadcasts are. And then uh, Jim writes me an email, says, farewell, Kirstie Alley, warp speed now. Kirstie Alley, as you know, died, um, if you haven't heard that, yesterday. Uh, of a sh- according to her two children who released a statement with a short bout with cancer. And we know nothing more beyond that. As you know, she actually broke into um, active acting as we knew her on Star Trek. That's what Jim's referring to. Farewell, Kirstie Alley. Warp speed now. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk lines. Go to Gail. Gail, good morning. How are you? It's been a while since we've chatted. I'm, I'm good, Jeff. Thank you for taking my call. I hesitated to call because remember two years ago, I would call in and say things like, I won't wear a mask. I, I wouldn't put that thing up my nose for a test because what are they putting in my nose? Right. You know, different things like that. So, so now I'm going to say I totally agree with, with Corby. We have been signing away our rights to our personal selves and to our children and to our property for, for years. And, and Gary, I, I agree with most of what he said, but I believe Trump is brilliant. And I believe that he's got just like he said on the stand when he was running for 
um, the Republican nomination, that he's got 200 generals behind him. He, he is still our commander-in-chief. I'm going to say that out loud. And for the people who have watched um, died suddenly, it is coming out about the vaccine. So there's a new person that's just come on the scene since the end of August, and his name is F.G. Get this, Anon, A-N-O-N. <laughs> yes. And he can be found on BitChute. He's an interesting listen. So okay. that's, that's, that's just my conspiracy theory for the morning. God bless everybody. Uh, thank you, Gail. I appreciate it. In line with what Gail just said, David uh, wrote me an email. and said, if you want to see what the vax is doing to the human body, watch the link below. And it is that link to... Uh, died suddenly, which is this very interesting documentary about how many people have been dying suddenly, especially a lot of young people. In fact, there's an InfoWars story about that that's out there that Corby had sent me earlier. And anyway, uh, he continues here. He says, only Satan would think of killing people in this manner through the vax. And then Rich writes an email about government listening in on us. This is the Warren Canary thing that we talked about. This monitoring, he writes, has been going on for years. Back in the 90s, it was called Carnivora. Some of you may remember that. There was a program exposed back in the 90s called Carnivora. Anyway, he writes, the government monitors all communications for phrases and buzzwords. The government picks what the phrases and buzzwords are and what the reporting, et cetera, of any and all of those phrases and buzzwords will be allowed and followed through with. Yeah, that's part of what has come out of some of the exposing of these things. Well, folks, I hope you found this interesting today. What is a warrant canary and what Twitter is doing in their lawsuit trying to establish? But they have a right to tell us they're not being monitored by the government. And then also that catchphrase. Should government require a permit for you to exercise a U.S. constitutional right? See you tomorrow.